you don't actually want to punch a Nazi. Now, hear me out. I know you want to. You just don't want a world where punching is how we figure this stuff out. Now, look, I know this subject has been done to death, and I know Noah already did a diatribe about it, but I want to have my say, not because I disagree with Noah, but because I want to talk about what I think the people talking about punching Nazis actually mean. And if Noah doesn't let me do this kind of thing occasionally, I poison heat. So with that in mind, let me beg your patience and make one last appeal to the last remaining few who say they really want some Nazi punching to happen. First off, let me join you in celebrating anyone hurting Richard Spencer. Watching Richard Spencer get punched in the face was great. I love it. I want it to replace several of our national pastimes. I want it to get stage time at Coachella. But the truth is, we got lucky. If that punch had been too hard or too fast or he'd been too unprepared, we could have a video of someone killing Richard Spencer. And martyrs are always bad. Always. Now, wait, I already hear your objection. And yes, fuck that guy. Truly, madly, deeply, by Savage Garden, fuck that guy. And as someone who spent the last two weeks having people condescendingly explain to me that he's not actually a 1940s Nazi, he's a neo-Nazi with special names for himself, I can happily say fuck all of his apologists too. Not the people who don't want him punched, the assholes who pretend this would all be over if only the black guy who makes friends with the KKK got a hold of him. If only someone had debated him in Intelligence Squared. Fuck you. That's a whole nother one of these things. And if I thought that only Richard Spencer was going to get punch killed in a world of punching and killing, I'd make Willy Wonka stopping Augustus Gloop look downright emergent. But he's not. And we need to take a moment to acknowledge that he's not. Look, forget the higher ground bullshit. I'm going to get to that in a second. He's already tweeting coy little hints about violence is as violence does and cartoons about Auschwitz, about how we didn't think of this until you wouldn't stop punching us. And Richard Spencer is clever, but people are reading those tweets for what they are, invitations to violence. And you and I are mad right now, but we don't want a war. And that's what these scum fuck pieces of shit want. They want a war. And do you know why we don't want that? Because we don't want the blood of someone who didn't sign up on our hands. Again, if Richard Spencer wants to clink bottles on his fingers and meet me by the old oak tree, then I'm all for it. I'll invite Tom from Cogdis, wear my shortest cheerleading uniform while he explains that fragility is not a virtue. But he and his won't come for me. They come for the weak. They come for the afraid. They come for the vulnerable. They already do. And now they'll feel justified. Now they'll feel empowered. And speaking of justified, you want to know what's worse than serious reflection for my Nazi punching boner? The gloating of the so-called real liberals. Gosh, wasn't it convenient that all they had to talk about that week was that our side seemed to be legitimately advocating violence? Wasn't that peachy keen so they didn't have to talk about the Women's March when they'd made their living for years shitting on the rights of women? How fantastic that we provided them this living, breathing distraction for the evil that they have wrought on this world by playing devil's advocate and winning his case. As if they fucking care about violence or safety. Fuck me. Hell, I'd hide the guy who punched Richard Spencer in my house like the Underground Railroad, but I'd turn him in for the crime of putting me on the same side of any issue as Dave Rubin, and I'd throw away the fucking key. So with all that said, with all those excuses made, 
let's talk about why we're really mad. Let's be honest. We're fucking tired of following a broken system. Aren't you? I know I am. I voted. You voted, right? I saw Hillary was an unlikable, shrill, corporate safety school candidate, and I got right the fucking line. I voted, and I told you to vote for her, and when you told me you weren't going to vote for her, you were going to vote for Gary Johnson, I got on Skype with you, or I sent you links to change your mind, or I tweeted with you for nine fucking hours while my wife envied the wives of 17th century merchant marines or performed yet more debate theater for you, an activity, which I fucking hate, to change your mind. And where did it get me? Where did it get us. We lost because coal miners are stupid, because swing state liberals are lazy or spoiled, and because our election system was made to keep things fair among barely literate slave owners. For the first time in my generation's politically active memory, this system failed us, and it failed us hard. And you know what people do when a system fails? You know what I want to do? I want to abandon that system. And when someone tells me not to punch a Nazi, you know what I hear? Give it a minute. Oh, it'll work this time, I promise. You just got to believe. How fucking lucky and unaware must one be to look at the world we live in and still think democracy works? The day after the Women's March, the largest demonstration in U.S. history, Trump reinstated the global gag order. You know why? Because fuck you and me. That's why. Because peaceful protest only matters if the people you're protesting care. And Trump wants you to know he doesn't care. Under any other administration in the system you and I were brought up to believe works, it should have worked. Trump would have made some overtures, some changes, something, right? Isn't that how our shitty little system is supposed to go? But the system's broken. It's broken. And I'm going to be honest, I don't believe it can or will be fixed. And that's why you want to punch a Nazi. It's sure as fuck why I did, because it's something to do. You can't filibuster a Nazi punch. But I got bad news. The punching isn't saving anyone. I have 10,000 comic books, literally, and I love comic books, but you want to learn the only universal lesson there is to know about superheroes? They don't solve problems. They create them. And what you and I need to do is way, way harder than punching. We need to do the work. I get messages pretty regularly from people who ask me how I stay sane, how I keep from getting washed under an ocean of despair. And the truth is, some days I do get washed under. On some days, I wake up to read snide tweets from teenagers who think they're smarter than me and scared tweets from people who will be the casualties of a temporary backslide on a timeline that it seems only I can see. But on the days I stay afloat, it's by doing something nothing can stop. A few days ago, my wife marched and I Skyped with this kid who now admits that the wall is probably a bad idea. Later, we'll do a fundraiser as a show and my wife will volunteer at a kitchen near us. If you're Sally Yates, you look into the orange face of the goddamn president, say no and lose your job. And if you're those lawyers at JFK, you sit on the floor and you help people and you carve your heroics into the record of time, remembered only in a photograph as the difference between now and then. I'm not those lawyers, and you're not me. You don't have my show, you don't have my audience, but you do have something you can do. 
something no law or policy or executive order can take away from you. You already know it. You already know what you actually need to do. And it isn't punch a Nazi.